All right. We're doing it for real this time. All right. We'll do it live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. And we're back. Welcome to another episode of Dropping the Hammer with Dale McFadden. I'm Dale McFadden. Uh, it's Thursday, July 15th, 2021. And with me, as always, is my friend Crow. Say hi, Crow. Hello, everybody. So we have a lot to talk about <laughs> to, on this week's episode. Um, very little Curtis... of it involves the actual races. Yeah, very, <laughs> very little. Um Thank you, Hendrick Motorsports, Team Penske, and the Wood Brothers, um, for uh, just giving us a bunch of bunch of stuff to talk about this week. Um, so, before we get into silly season, um, yeah, Atlanta Motor Speedway, the last race on uh, the twenty four year old crumbling surface that caused the twenty minute red flag in the middle of the race, reminding everyone why that race needed to be or why that track needed a repave uh we we went into last weekend and there were still a few naysayers saying oh no no it's fine it's fine and then with uh less than 100 laps to go uh little little piece of uh pavement came a, li- a little piece of pavement the size of like my leg <laughs> <laughs> and i'm six uh, we, uh, yeah i would have loved to i would have loved to have actually like seen like the actual up close to get it like um, an actual measurement of the of it, but um, hey, Kurt Busch got a piece. Uh, Kurt Busch got a piece because he won the race. Um, and his most dominant win since 2015 at Richmond, yeah, Kurt Busch over 140 laps, I believe, led. Um, beat his beat his brother. It's his uh, first first and only win so far of the year, which. Uh, I wrote about at frontstretch.com earlier this week about his uh, reliability and and getting a win. Uh, he, I believe that's his eighth straight win. Um, hold on. You <laughs> know what? This, but... I would, every time there's some kind of issue with the track, I always remember how mad I was as a kid. Then there's this race where um, a piece of the track flew up and like hit Jeff Gordon in the radiator. Oh. And it was the first time I'd ever heard of something like that happening. And I just, and then like it happened again later that same season, if I remember, not as, not as big of a piece, but, uh, well, there's been track issues at like Dover, um, in the last decade, uh, there, there was the whole time that Daytona had to be fixed in the middle of a race, the Daytona 500. (laughs) Um, uh, so I don't know specifically what you're referring to, um, but no, no, it was bad. But yeah, Kurt Busch, he's got has eight consecutive wins, uh, uh, each eight consecutive eight consecutive seasons with a win. Um, he now has 33 for his career, uh, and Chip Ganassi Racing gets at least one win on its way out the door. Um, we still got a bunch of races left, so it could happen again. Uh, what was your just initial reaction to the final race on this current configuration at Landmark Speedway, girl. I mean, I guess the track kind of had the final word on whether or not it needed to be uh, repaved. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, the whole thing kind of felt overshadowed to me, at least by just the complaining. Because like I, I can't yeah. like listen to all, all these drivers, like all these drivers, just 
complaining about then repaving it and then like enjoy them on a race there um <laughs> but yeah I mean, it was it was better than a normal atlanta race maybe i guess oh yeah a little but uh i don't know it was still atlanta so that's kind of my take on it. There's not a lot there. I'm, I, I, I'm glad Chastain no, ended up in the headlines again, even though it was for <laughs> for blocking uh, the other bush. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we got we got we got to talk about that. Um, but no, this was I thought. Yeah, this is one of the better um, Atlanta races in recent memory. Um, there was the race two years ago where Truex was trying to chase down Kozlowski, but he basically come up a lap short. Um, but this one, uh, those those final, the final stage was really interesting to watch because you had Kurt Busch leading, and then they do green flag stops. Kyle, his brother Kyle, beats him out through through the cycle, gets 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 the lead. Um, and yeah, and then Ross Chastain at at the at the request of Kurt Busch uh, gave him the lower lane, and giving him the lower lane involved getting in front of Kyle Busch. <laughs> so, um, which when it comes to like team orders i'm in that scenario i'm completely okay with it uh because ross chastain wasn't going to win the race Apparently uh nascar twitter isn't it's, it's, <laughs> no you're right you're right I, I, but, all i know again don't watch the races live because i have like i just can't all I know is I was getting multiple notifications on twitter from people saying that there were there should we should just only have single car teams Really, I did. I never saw that. Um, but I, in that situation, it's completely fair game to me. Um, Ross Chastain's not going to win. He might have been running for like I don't even. Where did he even finish? I don't even know where he actually finished. Yeah, honestly, um, I'm just surprised. I'm surprised it's not more common. Like, it's something that I had never even like. Twenty first. Yeah, it's something I never thought of in NASCAR that much until actually I saw the movie um, Driven. And there's a thing, there's Wait, a scene Lace, where Lace, they tell. I, I was not expecting the movie Driven to be brought up on this I platform. I forever remember are. that movie because I share parts of my name with the lead character. Okay. Or nothing that's the lead character, the main driver. But anyway, but there's a scene where they tell him to get out there and block. And he's, of course, like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm the hotshot guy. I don't know. It's been like 15 years since I saw that movie. Um, I do want to watch it again, though. Um, but oh. yeah, uh, but I just remember to get out there and block. And I was like, what? You can do that? <laughs> it's like you can you, you, you can do anything other than just go as fast as possible. That's a lot more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, driven. OK, <laughs> but no, Ross Chastain, he finished 21st. He was lapped. He was only, he he finished one lap down, but he was lapped by his own basically his own teammate. Um, so yeah, I have no problem, especially Chip Ganassi racing. They two weeks ago, they announced they're, they've been, they've been bought. They're not going to exist next year. Uh, this might've been their best shot all year. Well, to, to get a win, to get into the playoffs. Um, so yeah, I have no problem with that. Um, I'm sorry, Kyle Bush, if you think that, that Ross is a POS, his words, not mine. Um, but like, what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, like, um, so, but yeah. So what, what, so you, are you pro blocking or anti? I, I think there should be more teamwork. 
I, th- I think that well now now, now not now because you have all these alliances and that kind of makes things complicated but like you know two or three people working together you know well, but it, it ha- no it's teamwork outside happens. of like, daytona if, if a drive like if you're in the middle of the race and one teammate's leading and you're coming up or you you have just maybe lapped a teammate um you and you're coming to like i don't know the stage conclusion you might let your teammate unlap himself so it's it it happens so that it just hasn't happened like this is in a long time but even so. this wasn't egregious it was just no you know it's not like he break checked him he just picked a line <laughs> and he chose the line that um was not the one his teammate was on exactly exactly um, and then Kurt Busch just ran off um, in those last few laps. His margin of victory was 1.2 seconds. And, and Kyle Busch himself said that Kurt was better. He, he, he said that Kurt had a better car that day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, that, 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 that's the race. That was Atlanta. The, they started tearing it up pretty much right after the race. Um, so it'll be... A, a new Atlanta Motor Speedway come next spring. So, and, so, so um, the question that um, I'll say NASCAR wants us to ask is, is this the last Chip Ganassi racing win in NASCAR? How, I don't know. Um, that's the response that, everyone else has given. <laughs> like, yeah, there's, there's, there's been there's been a few who say, yo, this is probably the last and it might have been the last, but I think they can get another one. Um, Kurt Busch, he, he's on an upswing right now. The, the entire team's on an upswing right now. Um, and I still think, like, I predicted Ross Chastain to win at Darlington early this year. He'll probably be my pick to win this other 500. I don't, so, um, as long as they have better pit strategy than um, in the spring. So, it, Kurt Busch, he's also a threat at, at Bristol, uh, a threat to, um, to, win, to win at Bristol each year. Um, so, yeah that should that's always in play um but yeah all right we're, we're, we're gonna do a quick quick uh mcdowell watch don't even do the intro no we're gonna do the um, intro we're gonna do the no, intro I, just keep I, talking I, keep talking <laughs> talk we're going okay, quick okay, we gotta have okay. the intro um we're, shoot we're oh, crap um, might have been counterproductive uh, I, I had the tab open where'd the tab go um all right so Michael McDowell did not have a good race at all. Um, he started 25th or 20. He started 27th, finished 25th. Um, and uh, here's the recap from Front Row Motorsports. Uh, if I can bring it up. Uh, da, 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 da. In stage one, McDowell raced 29th and told the team that the car was tight as the crew made big adjustments. The changes did help and McDowell moved to 25th. The team struggled with track position throughout the race, never really were able to, able to get inside the top 20. They tried to pit, they tried pitch strategy, but a lack of cautions never allowed it to work out as needed. The weekend, however, had many positives, including a stop by McDowell. Uh, nope. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they had a bad day. They finished 25th. That's, um, All you had to say was the week had many positives. I think at this point I've learned that any press release from them that has the, that phrase is basically, yeah, we did bad. He, he, he said kids. He, he visited kids um, who are overcoming heart defects at Camp Braveheart. That that's what the press release was going to be. So, um, yeah, not 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 a great race. Uh, McDowell is 17th in points, and he's been 17th in points following the last four races. 
but he's still locked in the playoffs. He won, he won the Daytona 500. So. <laughs> um, this is the first race that I don't think that I've even knew he was in the race. Like really? no one ever, I don't think anyone <laughs> ever talked about him. I don't think no. anyone around him did anything interesting to get the camera on him. I think like maybe they did do a thing and I missed it, but he was invisible this race. All right, hold on. So let's move, move on to, um, the news of the week, uh, which started yesterday, Wednesday, courtesy of Hendrick Motorsports. I don't know if you know this, but Kyle Larson has been really good this year. Crow, did you did you know that? I mean, he was almost a lap down in the last race. Oh well, yeah, yeah. He 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 didn't have a stellar uh, Atlanta. Um, he had, he had a pit road penalty at, at one point. Um, and where did he finish? 18th so yeah 18 so okay um but that doesn't matter uh he he still has four points wins this year and all-star race win uh and that has resulted in hendrick motorsports announcing wednesday that kyle larson is going to drive the number five chevrolet for at least two more years uh he he will be with hendrick motorsports through at least 2023 uh and with that comes essentially full-time sponsorship from hendrickcars.com uh, which is part of Hen- Rick Hendrick's automotive car dealership uh, empire. Um, the other three races will be, uh, it'll be 35 races with HendrickCars.com. The other three, uh, according to the Associated Press, will be Valvoline. Uh, Valvoline is who Larson won the Nashville race with uh, last month. And that was Valvoline's first points win as a primary sponsor since 2002 with Johnny Benson. So uh, Valvoline likes what they got from Larson. But yeah, Larson has full sponsorship for the next two years. That's and usually Crow when, when you see like either a manufacturer sponsor on a car or uh, the the name of the owner in some form on the car. Yeah, it's it's not good. Um, but this is different. Um, Rick Hendrick has said that there's been a no a significant uptick in traffic to the website HendrickCars.com in the wake of Kyle Larson's success this year, um, like a 20% increase, I believe. Um, and so the autom- automotive side of the HendrickCars.com is like, we want more attention. We, we like this. G- give us some more of that. And so, yeah, 35 races a year. HendrickCars.com is going to be in Kyle Larson's car. So this is essentially the house car at uh, Hendrick Motorsports. Yeah, that, um, that's I, – I, I am one of that 25 – 20 – percent increase i guess because i was like wait is this actually just like rick hendrick's car company that he sells cars with (laughs) but i mean it makes sense i mean you're that big of a name and you know people maybe people are you know shipping cars from hendrickcars.com it also helps it's a really nice paint scheme so it's a good it's a good clicking car um which is actually camera time (laughs) yeah 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 and it's 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 the scheme is based off of a scheme that Rick Hendrick's son, Ricky Hendrick, uh, raced the, the late Ricky Hendrick yeah. raced in the early 2000s. So it's, uh, I, you know, I didn't know that, but now that you say it, I definitely know the connection. So, um, but yeah, that, that now me two, two Hendrick drivers have gotten, uh, extensions in the last month. Alex Bowman, uh, got his last month for another two years with ally financial. Um, that leaves Chase Elliott and William Byron. Um, their contracts currently expire at the end of 2022, but Rick Hendrick said uh, this week that he wants both those drivers to retire uh, with Hendrick Motorsports. So the, it, it's really strange the last few years, just how much 
the driver line of it has shifted. Um, and Hendrick Motorsports, it was pretty much like one of the most the oldest, most experienced with veterans, with with like Chase Elliott. There he is, the, the young guy. And now it's just all young guys, all guys under the age of 30. Um, guys who will be with the sport for a long time. Um, and I don't, n- none of us would have expected Kyle Larson to be to be part of that group at this point uh, last I mean, year. But there was like a one year window where we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, lots of lots of good stuff happening uh, for Kyle Larson. Um, so which brings us uh, to today's news. I, I woke up at my alarm went off at seven thirty a.m. this morning, and as soon as I turned off the alarm, I got a look at my email notifications and I was told by my Gmail that Austin Sendrick uh, was going to be uh, driving the number two at team Penske next year, replacing Brad Kozlowski, who uh, vague, was vaguely referred to as leaving the comp- the team at the end of the year to pursue other opportunities. But we all know that that's going to be as a driver slash owner at Roush Fenway racing uh, that they just have to, put out that press release, which I expect that to happen at least maybe tomorrow. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, it'll, it'll be official. Um, so that, that was the first bit of news. And immediately after that, uh, Wood Brothers Racing put out their own press release um, saying that Harrison Burton, current Joe Gibbs racing driver in the Xfinity series and son of former cup driver, Jeff Burton, would be inheriting the number 21 Ford next year, uh, which kind of came out of left field. Um, you know, Matt Benedetto currently drives that car. Um, he was hoping, uh, beyond hope that he would somehow get to stay in that car. Uh, but that really was never going to be the case because in October of last year, uh, the Wood Brothers and Team Penske announced that Austin Hedrick was initially going to be in the 21 car in 2022. Um, but with the Kozlowski move, that's changed and we'll get into that in a little bit. But Harrison Burton, he, he uh, has four career Xfinity Series wins. All those came in 2020. Uh, quit it, kitty. Quit. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> My dogs bark, your cat scratches. Yeah. Um, but he, anyway, uh, Harrison Burton has four career uh, Xfinity Series wins, both coming last year. Uh, he, he hasn't, so he hasn't won this year. He's currently fifth in the points, but he, he has a winning history. He wasn't able to win in the truck series, unfortunately, with Cowboys Motorsports, but he has won at the Xfinity Series level. Uh, Austin St. Hendrick has 13 NASCAR wins, 12 in the Xfinity Series. He's the defending series champion. Um, so it makes sense that Team Penske would want to put him in the number number two car. Um, Matt Benedetto, unfortunately, uh, has not won anything at NASCAR's national level. Uh, he has not won since he competed in the can one of the Canaan series a decade ago. Um, you people want to say, oh, he just needs another shot, whatever. He he got his shot um, with the Wood Brothers last year, which is a Team Penske car. It is b- built, operated under Team Penske's roof. Um, he hasn't been able to get a win. He finished twice, including once at Las Vegas in the spring last year, and that was in an overtime finish. Um, really the, the best shot he's had to win came two years ago with Levine, Levine family racing. When he was leading late in the number 95 car, he clips Ryan Newman trying to get through traffic and then Denny Hamlin catches him and goes on for the win. Um, 
there is more upside with Harrison Burton and Austin Cindric than there is Matt DiBenedetto, um, in my opinion. Uh, but both of these moves just make more sense. Uh, Matt DiBenedetto doesn't have any sponsorship. Um, Harrison Burton at least has a little bit, but we don't actually know the details on who's going to be sponsoring the 21 next year outside of Ford Motorcraft and um, Quick Loop, Quick Lane. Um, but anyway, uh, here's, we, we got to do, we had media sessions today with both uh, Harrison Burton, the Wood Brothers, and um, also Austin Cindric and Roger Penske, but I wasn't, I didn't have time to clip audio of Austin Cindric and Roger Penske. So we can bring you audio of uh, Harrison Burton and team co-owner Eddie Wood. So here, here's the first clip of just Harrison Burton's initial comments about driving the number 21 in 2022. Well, you know, for me, it's um, it's humbling. It's exciting. Um, goodness, you know, how, how can you not be excited, right? You're, you, you know, I've worked for this my whole life. I've uh, been through a lot of ups and downs in my career. I've enjoyed some success, um, you know, in the Xfinity series, and, and I've really worked hard to, to get here. And just really proud of the fact that I was able to get to a spot, you know, like the Wood Brothers, with you know, with the alliance with Team Penske. Those two organizations together is such a strong combination. And um, you add Ford Performance on top of that, it's it's going to be an exciting, you know, exciting opportunity for me. Obviously, you know the. The, the next gen car adds some some element of unknown and some fun to it and uh you know i couldn't have thought of a better group of people to to make my first jump into cup racing with and uh, i'm just really really excited to kind of live out my childhood dreams and go try and uh you know beat the best in the world but anyway yeah that's harrison burton his first initial statement after you know the best opportunity of his career so far or not well no I'm sure there are some people who would rather drive a, a Joe Gibbs car in the Xfinity series than may, maybe the 21 car in the Cup series um, because the the 21 car has not won a race um, since 2017 with Ram Blaney. Um, but anyway, uh, like I said, we, we also got to talk with uh, Eddie Wood during this press conference. And so here's his initial, uh, what he had to say about bringing, um, what he, he was asked why uh, the Wood brothers didn't go with, Matt DiBenedetto, Matt DiBenedetto in the I can't 21. can't say it either. Don't feel bad. Matt DiBenedetto. Um, why they didn't go with him uh, in the, in the situ- situation. And as you'll say, you'll hear, it has to do with what's you know happening with Brad Kozlowski. If you go back nine months, uh, back in August, you know, the fall of October, it was announced that uh, – Austin Cindric was going in our car. Matt was going to move on to whatever his next step is. And then you fast forward with Brad, obviously, uh, making a move. That kind of changed things. Uh, so we all got together with, um, you know, with the Team Penske Ford Performance, all our partners. And we decided, well, with now, and consider it, uh, keep in mind, the next-gen car is coming. And, you know, that's a white sheet of paper so far as drivers. Uh, was white sheet of paper for everybody, but drivers in particular. So we, we felt that that's a good time to bring in a, a young rookie. So we just made a decision to, you know, figure out what we wanted to do. We could bring a, a young rookie in to kind of team up with Austin, who, you know, obviously now going into two. And those two guys could work together 
and you know develop themselves into great race car drivers you know being rookies they're both on the same level and um and this new car like i said it's such a white you know white sheet of paper that even if you're a veteran you know if you're you know you're a 20 year veteran you're really not going to have you know a lot on a rookie it, everybody's kind of starting at the same place so yeah next gen car uh wanting a rookie and all this is the tipping point for all this is Brad Kozlowski moving to Roush Vinoy Racing, even though that's not technically official yet. Um, so, and like like I said, Harrison Burton is twenty, uh, has a winning history. Matt Benedetto is twenty nine, hasn't won in a while. He had two years in Team Penske equipment, um, and he just hasn't been able to do anything really of note. Um, the other three Penske cars have won each year the last two seasons. Uh, he, the number 20 car hasn't been able to do that. Can, can Matt Benedetto go out there and win between now and the end, end of the year? Absolutely, he can. But uh, Matt, DiBenedetto, Matt Benedetto told... told Matty told, D. Let's just say Matty Matt, D. I hate short, shortening names like that. It's the same people who like say Willie B instead of William Byron. Just just, just say William Byron. Um, okay, Daniel M. <laughs> great. Um but no, De Benedetto told me and Jerry Jordan at Nashville Speedway or Nashville Super Speedway last month that the the con contractual deadline for him to be told his future by Team Penske was August 1st. So that deadline was coming up soon. So they had to make a decision now and you can't wait for um, Matt De Benedetto to win a race. You have to make the best decision for your team um, given the circumstances, given the circumstances and that's what they did uh, in this scenario. Um, so here, this is where we're at. Um, you know, De Benedetto posted a video on his Facebook page, on social media, and then you know gave an interview on Sirius XM NASCAR Radio uh, today. You know, where he expressed his frustration and his anger, not not at the team, but at the situation. Um, and he has every right to be angry. Um, but that, that that's the way the cookie crumbles. Um, but here is also Eddie Wood talking about why why in their press release uh, the team didn't say anything about De Benedetto, and it's because the season's not over. One thing I'd like to say: uh, some people have asked why uh, we didn't say thank you to Matt in our release. Well, in our eyes, we're not done. There's five races left, uh, and then we, you know, for the playoffs, we're going to try to win a race and get the playoffs. We obviously have to win a race. And then there's 10 races after that. So it just didn't feel right. I'm not ready to say goodbye. And you know, everybody that ever has driven our car becomes family. And we view Matt as family. And you know, Matt, everybody knows Matt, everybody loves Matt. Matt's a great driver, he's a great person, got a great big heart, got big arms too. But um, <laughs> it's just the thing that we view that as we get through the year, we give our best efforts. He's going to give his best effort. And that way, when it comes time to say goodbye and thank you, um, that'll happen. But uh, Matt will always be a part of our family. And like I'm in a museum now, you can go look on our walls. Every driver that's ever driven for us is in here. And uh, like I said, he'll always be family. A very emotional oh, yeah. uh, response there at the end was kind of undercut by his uh, complimenting uh, the, the guns on Matty B. <laughs> That, 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 that did slightly come out of nowhere, but it, like you can't 
talk about Matt Benedetto without mentioning his physique. Um, yeah, anyway, but Harrison Burton is going to get the shot in the number 21 next year. Uh, he's making the move from Toyota to Ford. He's, he's been driving with Toyota since he was 13. Um, so here is Harrison Burton talking about the challenges of going from the Xfinity series to the Cup series when you, you're, you only have a couple of years of Xfinity experience. He's only 20 years old. Um, and he, he recognizes that it's going to be a challenge. Yeah, you know, I don't know if you're ever ready for the Cup Series, right? It's a, gosh, it's a grueling season with amazing drivers and amazing race teams that you have to find a way to get an edge on, and the edges that you find are tiny. So your margin for error is tiny. And, and when, you know, you're a young guy and the opportunity arises to align yourself with a group like these people and, um, and you have a, a chance to kind of, you know, get into the sport at a time when the sport is going through a lot of change. Um, you know, I think that's, that's, there's an opportunity in that, you know, you could look at it the other way and say, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of craziness, a lot of change. It's going to be tough. Um, but you know, it's never not going to be a challenge going from Xfinity to cup. So, like I said, uh, yep. he's going from Toyota to Ford. And I, I, I asked, uh, Harrison about that uh whether ha having this you know develop in the middle of th this season when you're still winless and still trying to secure a solid standing in uh the playoffs if this would affect the dy dynamic with JGR and Toyota going forward uh, well, how does this change with five months left in the season how does this like change your dynamic with the people at Toyota going towards you know the end of the season you know I don't think it does um for me I, I think the dynamic, obviously, you know, you, you know, you're not going to be there next year. So there's that in the room, but, but the goal is still the same for me as it was before this happened. The goal is for, to, to win races in my, you know, Joe Gibbs racing number 20 car. And, and so when, when I wake up every morning, that's going to be the first thing I think about is, is what do I have to do to be a better race car driver to, to do that? And the, the same feeling is said for, um, and on their side as well, you know, when this whole announcement is going on, I was working out and, you know, I, when it first went live, I was just working out in the, in the gym and, and thinking about Loudon and, um, you know, that, that was a good thing for me to do, I think, and, and just kind of keep my head rolling in that direction. Cause, um, staying focused through times like this is obviously a challenge. He does have big arms to fill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wow, mic drop. James Crow, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um all right. I don't know. I don't know what how to, to follow that, but okay. <laughs> um <laughs> well, all right. So yeah, as like as I've mentioned multiple times, the ne the next piece of this puzzle we've all been talking about is Brad Brad Kozlowski uh making the move to Rashford Racing, which was basically confirmed. Um, by Roger Pinsky himself today uh, when he said that, uh, that Kazowski would be a big, big, huge uh, asset to Roush Yates um, and their program. So uh, we just got to wait for that press release. Um, so w w just in general, Crow, uh, what are your thoughts on the Harrison board, Burton, Matt Benedetto, Austin Cendrick triangle? Um. I mean, I don't, I guess I don't know enough about all the back end stuff to 
have much of an opinion. For me, as someone who's coming from more of a casual fan perspective, I was a lot more aware of uh, Matty B. I'm not even going to try. Um, like, than a lot of other things. Like, like I, I like um, Ross Chastain because, you know, you, he, Inter- he did an interview with you, you know. Otherwise, like I would know Matt TB, um, Matty B, um, as b- a bigger name than Ross Chastain, um, and not like from a personality standpoint, just because like I feel like he just gets a lot more airtime um, during races. Um, so it, it was a little weird for me, but then like how you lay it out, you know, that makes a lot more sense. And I definitely see with uh, um, the rookie guy. Like he's probably going to be bringing a lot more attention to their organization and sponsorship money. Well, um, um, theory. I don't know, but well, I, I don't know. I'm not an expert here, but it seems like <laughs> you know I, I, the defending Xfinity Cup or whatever champion. You know, there's got there's a little bit of prestige there that he can bring. Oh, I, I guess I should should let you know this. Austin Cedric, his dad, Tim Cedric, is the president of Team Penske. <laughs> I mean, so there you go. But that's, he's still the defending Xfinity Series champion. He still has 13 NASCAR wins. Matt Benetto has none. I mean, so, if, if if it wasn't for uh, parents helping their kids get into racing, would it still be NASCAR? I mean, the, we had this debate on the front stretch Slack group uh, two nights ago about whether they're they're the majority of the field and cup or people who are who are there because of daddy's money or whatnot or whatnot, which is not the case. Sure. There's drivers who are, there's some who are here because of family money or whatever, but not the majority um, family money might've gotten them to a certain point. Um, I think that's pretty but, much just the, with racing now. And that, that's the, that's yeah. a big reason why I got out of NASCAR actually, um, why it lost my interest mm. because like it bothers me that, for the most part, the people that are able to compete at this high of a level are the people that, you know, whose parents can afford to buy them a new go-kart when they're two, you know, to start mm-hmm. racing. And and that's what, that was, to me, that's the big shift between the 90s NASCAR and the 2000s NASCAR, and especially the 20, you know, 2010s NASCAR, is, you know, on one hand, you have these people that have been racing every weekend from the time they before they could walk possibly you know got them out their mm-hmm. own power wheels until and then to go karts and then pay for the you know if they're doing modifieds or however they come up you know that's money that most people don't have um and that's i think that's the that's the been the big barrier for nascar with you know a lot of communities um now it seems like almost every driver you know their dad was a driver or their mm-hmm or owner or whatever. And like, it makes sense because it's just hard. It's hard to navigate like the NASCAR circuit. And that's why you see the same thing. in in to a lesser degree in, you know, prof- all professional sports, um, like probably basketball is the least and then NFL because of the college system. Um, would, those are probably the least, but then like you get into hockey and that's one of the big things with hockey is that stuff's expensive. Um, but you know, with NASCAR, it's very much like that. So, but anyway, the, uh, back to the actual topic here, the, uh, <laughs> you know, 
I don't know. I just I feel like we're going to be running into a lot of this where people that otherwise would probably be able to stay in their current ride are going to end up having to give up spots um, because of like up and comers or whatever with this new car, whether that's up and comers because they're good or up and comers because of, you know, who they are. Yeah, that's well, yeah, I mean, I understand that there's drivers who have gotten here because of who their parents are, but I don't have a problem with it as long as they back it up with results. Yeah. Austin Cindric has backed it up with, with results the last two years. Cole Custer, whose dad is an executive at Stuart Haas Racing, has backed it up. He won in his rookie year. He was very good in the Xfinity Series. Um, and he did, he, these are guys who didn't just jump from series to series they they've both been in the xfinity series for years now um just make making doing their time yeah. winning races and so, to clarify my, 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 like, what i'm saying is i'm not saying these people aren't the best in the world at what they do i'm saying that they have yeah. they were given the opportunity to become the best in the world at what they do so i get that i totally get that um but it's not like um anthony alfredo's quinn hoffs um who just have no business being in the cup series at all. Um, uh, hey, at least Quinn Hoff but, has some nice paint schemes sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's got that going for him. Um, you, you have like the Eric Elmerols who's only really here because of Smith, because of his Smithfield association. Um, I don't know the details of why Smithfield and him go together arm in arm, but they do. Um, but in, over I mean, 10 years in the cup series, he has two wins years apart. I don't know that situation, but I mean, that is the, also the thing that's unique with NASCAR is that the, the drive, the, the athlete is effectively in your PR department for your company and marketing department, yeah. you know, you know, not all of them. And it's not nearly as tied in as it used to be, which is weird for me coming back. Um, but like, you know, Dale Jr. had some problems through his career, and yeah, he had his dad's name. But the reason why he was so popular and so famous and so always, he always had sponsors is because he was an amazing spokesperson for his sponsors. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, like there, there's re- there, I mean, there's reasons that he was in a ton of music videos back in the two yeah. thousands. Like he was just he was a personality, but he backed it up on the track. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. he won two Bush Series titles um, against fields that were mostly cup guys who were in the series part-time um it was it was him and matt kenseth for, for basically two years so um but um but like i said they, they backed it up like matt DiBenedetto, he's got a huge following um but he just hasn't and i know that the last two years were basically his best shot in this team Penske equipment but he just hasn't crossed that line he had that shot with levine family racing in 2019 he had one good shot at bristol he just wasn't able to do it um then you have guys like Daniel Hemrick, who is on his fifth shot with winning equipment in NASCAR. He, he was at Brad Kozlowski Racing in the Truck Series. Uh, Richard Childress Racing in the Xfinity Series for two years. Uh, the best he could do was second a bunch. Um, then, he get, then he was with RCR in the Cup Series for one year. He got Rookie of the Year. Couldn't win, but lost his ride to Tyler Reddick. And now... He had a part-time year with Junior Motorsports um, in, in the Xfinity Series. Had a pretty awful year. And then he got, a, like I said, a fifth shot with Joe Gibbs Racing full-time. If you can't win with Joe Gibbs Racing in the Xfinity Series, I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah. Do I want to see Daniel Hummick win? Yes, that'd be great. But he's on his fifth time 
<laughs> so it's, it's so do you see uh matt let's say i'm gonna try <laughs> i can't um but i can't do it i can't say it da, 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 ben, bene, uh, de benedetto so that guy usually i can get it sometimes do, sometimes i trip it up do you see him staying in the cup series full-time um it's not gonna be with a top tier team um maybe front row motorsports i don't he doesn't have sponsorship um he, he'll have to go somewhere where the, the sponsor money is um he, he said today he, he doesn't see himself going down the trucks or xfinity he says he, he thinks he belongs in the cup series and i my rebuttal is prove to you've you've done nothing to say to prove that you belong here um so it's doing good once or twice a year isn't proving you belong here um so he i mean they they, they changed crew chiefs a few weeks ago he's had a couple top tens in a row he, he led laps at road america but i can't even remember where he finished um i guess it was, i think i guess it was a top 10 um but i it sometimes yeah. you just run out man so i just um yeah that's yeah um, yeah, uh, New Hampshire. We're going to the Magic Mile this weekend, a track that's just just over one mile in length. It's basically a big Martinsville, um, in my opinion. Uh, it, we only go there once a year now. Uh, it used to be twice a year. Um, <clears throat> and the last three years, the races there have been very compelling when they hadn't been really in the past uh, that's thanks in part mostly to the pj1 that they put on the track i think they're doing it again this year hopefully that's the case um because back, we, back in the some... day new hampshire was my least favorite track i think oh well, yeah. I, I probably said that about something else but it was definitely new hampshire oh no it, it was yeah it was the race it, like oh we're going we're going there okay and and, and it's responsible <laughs> for the most boring race in nascar history well, the, the tra- that wasn't its fault. That was NASCAR putting well, restrictions yeah, but... on the car. <laughs> well, as a, a well, responsible maybe was the wrong word, but yeah. As, as a completely the wrong reaction to the deaths of Adam Petty and Kenny Owen Jr. They, yeah, it, the cars going fast wasn't the issue. It was a mechanical failure on the cars um, and, you know, lack of head, head, head restraints. Um, but yeah, um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to um, this race, because which I've it's still weird saying that I'm looking forward to a New Hampshire race. Um, so, but yeah, it's a, I think it, I believe it's 300 lap race. Uh, it was won last year by Brad Kozlowski. Um, the year before that, then the, yeah, the two years before that Kevin Harvick won, uh, he won in a, a really cool duel with Denny Hamlin where he came out on top on the last lap. And I believe the year before that he gave a, gave a bump and run on Kyle Busch and turns one and two with like six laps to go. And he went on the win. Um, so it, it's New Hampshire doesn't isn't a track with very many signature moments, um, but it it it's gotten a couple here in the last few years, which is cool. Um, so who who are you who are you going for the win, uh, Mr. Crow? I think uh, Larson may have lost some of his heat, so <laughs> I, I'm I'm, I'm going to give that give that pick a rest, and I'm going to go back to the old reliable Ross Chastain. Well, for, well, first up, I, I need the <laughs> What is his best finished? Chastain has two starts there. He's finished 25th both times, but that was with premium motorsports, so that is expected. Um, 
Maybe it's the starting line. Oh no, that is the lineup. Okay. So here here's the the starting top ten for Sunday's race at New Hampshire. Uh Kyle Bush will start first, Martin Truex Jr. starts second, followed by Chase Elliott, the uh, Atlanta winner Kurt Bush, Alex Bowman, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, and Kyle Larson will start tenth. Oh, and uh Brad defending winner Brad Kislowski starts eleventh, and Kevin Harvick, who's won two of the last three, starts twelfth. So, and you're taking Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain is starting 20th, and Michael McDowell will start 23rd. All right, so you took Ross. I'm going to take... Actually, I, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Kurt Busch. I'm taking Kurt Busch to, to go back-to-back. Um, he has three wins there. He actually has a very good record. Um, there, he's... Let's, let's find out what that record is. <clears throat> yeah, he has three career wins there, eight top fives, 15 top tens his last win came in 2008 um so but yeah he's starting fourth but and, and since he's on the, the upswing with the, the win i'm going to choose kurt bush to go back to back uh for two wins this year so all right that will do it for us on this week's edition of dropping the hammer with dale mcfadden we had a lot to talk about <laughs> had fun doing it uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dana Lake Fadden, all one word. The last name is M-C-F-A-D-I-N. You can follow Crow at D-T-H Crow. Um, and uh, yeah, follow us on YouTube at Dana Lake Fadden or YouTube.com slash Dana Lake Fadden. And um, read my stories that I wrote this week up at frontstretch.com. I wrote a column about Kurt Busch. Uh, I, wrote the, I wrote the news stories for both Cindric and Harrison Burton's new rides. And then I wrote a sidebar on Harrison Burton that you can read. So yeah, that's it. Thanks. Uh, any, any parting words, Crow? If you send Daniel a question, you'll be answering, you'll be asking someone a question that asked Harrison Burton a question. And so it'll be like, you're talking directly to the newest <laughs> cup series driver. Are we going to have to rename this podcast? Uh, two degrees of separation from Harrison Burton. <laughs> sure. I mean, maybe we have this, is our, of... this, this year. The theme is, uh, is McDowell watch next time. It's going to be um, Burton next year. will be Burton. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll blow up that bridge when we, when we come to it. So, all right. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of dropping the hammer with Gaelic bad. Goodbye.